welcome back to Next Voices, a Be Loud podcast that listens to the experiences, ideas, and stories of the next generation here in New Orleans. In partnership with the New America Foundation, a national think tank committed to re-examining the American story, we are broadcasting the perspective of youth in New Orleans to reshape what we know and what we believe is possible. For this episode, we talk with eighth graders from Bricolage Academy about their hopes, dreams, and fears for the future. Energy, enthusiasm of these four brave students really cemented the larger purpose of this project as we recorded the second episode. Young people have a lot to say, and we need to listen. We are grateful for these students for joining us in the studio, and especially to their teacher, Tay Smith, for leading the way. Enjoy. Hi, this is uh, Mr. Smith, uh, eighth grade history teacher. Uh, I'm here with a few of my students. Uh, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. What's up, my name is Dalia. I'm in eighth grade and I currently attend Bricolage Academy. My name is Demi T, I'm in eighth grade and I attend Bricolage Academy. Hey, my name is Ariane, I'm an eighth grader at Bricolage. Uh, my name is Daniel, I'm in eighth grade. I attend Bricolage Academy. All right, welcome. Uh, we'll start with our first question. What are you hopeful about in America, in the future, even if, you know, in America or in your personal lives? I'm hopeful for the new inventions that might come in the future, like uh, better AI. I'm hopeful for, like, the maturity we may go into the future with, which can, like, shine the light on the bigger picture of what we need, I guess, to know in life and stuff like that. I'm hopeful for, like, the like better education for like mm. like other generations the next generations i'm hopeful that in the future kids are kids are able to learn about more recent wars and thing like events that are going on currently like so i hope that in the future kids like kids are taught about the more recent things because if I feel like if lessons is more recent, then it will help kids with their future. If we're stuck on the past, we're just gonna yeah. do nothing but the past. Yeah, we're just gonna know the past. I also hope that America gives people who can't afford an education an education because like some people can't afford to like get into schools or learn about certain things. So I will hope that in the future America will like help people like learn. I guess. No, I, I I love what you're saying about, you know, um, learning more about the present, right? Uh, and we know in class, right, we talk about that history is just a book of receipts. So that way we can learn, right, how to do things differently or better than like the previous generations, right? So what is something that you would want in your future, now that thinking about like even right now you're talking about like the future generations in education like right now we are creating history now right so what would you want in the future with this being a book of receipts something i would want in my future is for other people like people like us like the next generation to have a voice and like to voice their opinions and like know it's okay to talk about how you feel. I want to build on today. So one thing I want for my future is to be able to help kids gain confidence within themselves. Like, I want kids to be able to, like, say, I feel this way, but this is the reason why 
this is how I want to fix it, and this is how it's going to impact me, my surroundings, and, like, my community all around. Um, one thing I would hope for in the future, and, like, also now, is for adults to understand where kids come from. Me, personally, what I look for in my mom and dad is, like, the person I talk to. What you think, Mr. Smith? How do you feel about this, this question? I think the question is really great, right? And I, I think you, you all kind of, like, naturally lean into the next question around, you were talking about your parents, you're talking about trusted adults, right? So let's think about adults right outside that circle that you interact with. What is one thing you need adults to know about you? One thing I would want adults to know about me is that I'm actually like a good person. I'm actually smart when I when I can be because I might like joke around, play around all day, but like if it comes to work, then I'll actually like do my work and I understand. Yes, I'm gonna build on today. I feel like sometimes our childhood may pass us by, being at the fact that teachers are always like grow up, be a little bit more mature. Like it's a lot of pressure put on you when you when you're told that as a kid. But I think when you're told be more mature with yourself like that's kind of hard to be, to be told as a, a upcoming young adult i want to build on um, both of y'all um like this is just our last year together so i'm trying to have as much fun as possible as well as like i want to balance my time to like be childish and time to like do work and stuff and I also feel as if they want us to grow up because like this is like our last year before we go to high school and high school is a big deal. I'd like to respond to some of it. I think uh, one, I'm really grateful to hear, to just listen to you because um, I don't think us as adults, as teachers, especially at Bricolage, right, is we pride ourselves on how amazing the community is there. But I think sometimes with us trying to prepare you for high school, we forget how ingrained you are in this community. Do y'all feel like in school, like our school is basically, you know, they want us to have a lot of knowledge and stuff. Do you feel like they put more time into that instead of putting more time into us actually engaging with each other? Like, Yes, because I feel like, well, they're teachers, so they want us to, they're not worried about us engaging with each other. They just want us to learn and I could see how they're frustrated, like when we have side conversations and they keep redirecting us. And it's like all teachers want to get straight to the lesson because that's their job. They're getting paid to teach, not to just put up with side conversations. But like if I'm sitting right next to my friend and we doing work, but we also laughing and playing, I feel like that shouldn't be a problem because at least we're getting our work done and we actually asking questions and stuff. Yeah, I feel like they don't prioritize our time at the school. Yeah, I, I think I just wanted to respond to that. Like, I think I, I agree. Right. I think sometimes we can get lost in teaching the whole person. Right. Um, one of my mentors used to say this thing um, that like when you teach, you should be trying to teach the mind, but also facilitating the heart. And I think as teachers and as an education system, we don't always as adults, we don't always get to the heart part right because we're so focused on like getting you prepared right that again like like i said before we don't we don't take into account that one this is your last year at a very unique community a very unique community at bricolage and you remember we used to do the brain breaks in class right 
Like, do you think that might be a more solution based, you know, to to kind of enter that space of like facilitating of the heart? Like, if you had more of those in in the middle of your class, yes. yeah, I think that would be real helpful. I just feel like the teachers need a break as well as the students because teaching is hard, especially if you're trying to teach to kids who don't want to learn and keep constantly talking like over you. Yeah. And like teachers, they're they're also people with feelings. And I feel as if they need a break, like they get stressed. They got personal problems. They got stuff they want to deal with. And then they have to come to school to come to their job early in the morning to teach the kids that don't want to learn who just want to goof off and play i feel as if they need a break too because they're people so i just feel like everybody just need a break i also feel like in certain classes the time with school is not balanced with our personal lives like i don't think some teachers get that we have per- we have lives outside of school and that that also builds on to um like like how it affects us mentally. I don't want to go home and still have to be doing schoolwork. Like we we are at school a whole day. We go home, we still doing schoolwork. Like that affects us. Like we barely spend time with our family. I want to respond um, to like what you were saying, Delia, about teachers needing breaks as well. I'll say this now, not as Mr. Smith, but as Tay, like it brings me joy when I see y'all. So when I see you barreling into the classroom loud and chasing each other, as frustrated as I may sound, I am smiling in the inside, right? So we're, we're thinking about right now the, the system, right? We talk about the DCIAs. We talked about teachers. We talked about students. You're going to be future leaders one day. And if history is a book of receipts, what receipts do we have today in 2023 that when you move around this world and you're running New Orleans that you can learn from? How I feel is like I'm real big on like on my culture. I feel like, well, being that I'm from New Orleans, I feel like kids should know about their specific culture as well. Like New Orleans is a place full of culture and if you talk to half of the students at Brooklyn, they barely know. Like, they don't really know about, like, the Creole cuisines. They don't really know too much about where they're from and how, like, how big it is here in New Orleans to a lot of people. So I feel like certain things about culture should be something that's talked about in schools. I agree with you, Demi, because I don't, I've always wanted to know about my culture outside of just being African-American. Yes. But I just found out recently that I'm queer. I didn't even know. All I had to do was ask my daddy. But still, but I was just like thinking about it. Like, wow. Like, I actually have something in me. How you feel about it, Daniel? Well, I can relate to finding about my culture because my my dad is Honduran. He is on... His mother and his father are immigrant workers and they move around, so I don't get to talk to them that much. They struggle a lot to keep up with America. It's very interesting. That is. This is what I mean by learning about cultures, because I never knew that about him yes. until he told me. And learning so. about each other. Yeah. What do you think, Mrs. Smith? I mean, I, th- I definitely think it's important, not just important, but vital. To, to learn about your culture, but also learn 
expand that idea, right? Um, if you don't know who you are, then how can you become all the different things that you have the capacity to do? All right, um, we're about at time. Is there um, anybody else want to say anything else before we leave? I do. Uh, something that I want to say is it felt real good being back in the recording space and talking about like my opinion and my feelings about things because I haven't done it in a while. And to be here with, with peers to talk about it, with, it felt it felt good. It felt like I was having a, a real touchy conversation. Anyone have um, a shout out to a thing, a moment uh, that we had here or even a person? I have one. I have a shout out for Daniel because if you like see him in school, he don't really talk a lot to a lot of people, but he kind of expressed himself more and he talked more and I learned a lot about him because I never knew that he was on there. Yeah, I never knew that, you know, stuff like that. And also a shout out to everybody for, you know, opening up new doors and stuff like that and me learning about y'all because I, I didn't know a lot of stuff about y'all. Yes, we want to extend a special thank you to our friends at Bricolage Academy and a huge shout out out to Mr. Smith for coordinating, preparing, and inspiring this insightful conversation. Also, a big shout out to our valued partner, New America Foundation, for their ongoing support and investment in this important work. These experiences continue to challenge us to rethink the way we start conversations with and listen to young people. We invite you to come back and do the same. Follow us on Instagram at BeLoudStudios and make sure to subscribe to the Be Loud Radio Hour on Spotify to catch upcoming episodes of Next Voices. Until next time, this is Next Voices signing off. Stay curious, stay engaged, and keep listening to youth. <laughs>